Hey, all you hot messes. We're back. It's me, Jess. I have with me today our co-host. I feel like we don't really need to introduce you anyway. Yeah, You're just point, here. Yeah, I'm just here. You're I'm here. Just, you know, I'm the personality high. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I had no say in this. I'm so sorry. So yeah, I'm here. My name's Vinny, aka Mr. Thomas English, aka Amazing. is professional development. We've all sat through professional development before, but when professional development is run by a former teacher. How can you teach a professional development or teaching if you're never told? <gasps> oh, all the time. Like, have you ever had anybody come in for like curriculum development? and they've never been in a classroom before? I've seen many people that should never be in a classroom that have definitely I've, been teachers. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's another one. Although this does like remind me of another topic that's quite hot at the moment, is people who have a social media presence as a fake teacher. Like they do like comedy videos as a teacher, like POV, your <gasps> English teacher. Have you? I've seen a few of them actually doing it where they do like ads on like apps that teachers should use in their classroom no. or have done like professional development. No. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like I saw one and they were like doing it about this like app. They're like, oh my gosh, all my students are using this because they did it in their <gasps> role. No. And I was like, like, mate, there is not enough money to make me do that. Like, and I just, I, I don't agree with that at all. And I think no. that kind of like bleeds into the professional development. I also think if you're not a teacher... If you, if you do, like, teaching is your, like, thing online, I think, like, you should not be advertising things as if you are a teacher. Right. Trying to promote them to teachers. Like, that's, to me, that's just wrong. Like, ethically, I don't agree with it. If there are questions on whether or not you are in the classroom, don't be giving advice. <laughs> or yeah. just, like, I don't know. It's just, it's really weird. You shouldn't be selling your professional development. I... Yeah, this is this is a messy one yeah. just because like I do I mean, I know people who do this and I mean, I think it goes hand in hand with what you do though. Like I think what is it that you're doing a professional development on? I yes. think it's like if you're doing like say for instance, you are a teacher that's got into a different career path where you specialize in a certain thing and you're still actively right, engaged right. in that community and you want to, like, share your thoughts on it. Right. Or say, for instance, if you're a former teacher, but you have a child that has... Say, for instance, if you have a child that has, like, an IEP, that's your child, and you both were a teacher and you've been on the teacher side of it and you've been on the parent side of it. Yeah. And you want to share your experience, then yeah. But I think it's when you have a teacher that's been, like, not even in the classroom for several years and is coming in and saying, like, this is how you behave, you manage a class. And it's, like, the students that teachers having classes today post-pandemic are a completely different type of student than were in the class po like pre-pandemic. Absolutely. Like I, yeah, I would never go into <laughs> school. <laughs> I mean, I, and I taught, I taught in, I taught, pan I did the pandemic teaching. We did the online teaching. I did the hybrid teaching. Um, and we kind of talked about that earlier yeah. off mic, but like the hybrid teaching and then going back into full classroom mode that 
was a lot. And yeah. I can't imagine people who left during online teaching coming in to teach a class on classroom management now because it's totally different. These kids are not the same children that you had in your classroom. I I wish they were, but they're and, not. And not to mention, and this, this is a hot take, and people are going to get oh. really pissed off with this, but the amount of money... Some of these people are getting paid to come in for one hour to tell you how to teach when they are not in a classroom is more than you make in multiple weeks of actively teaching 40, 60 hours a week. And that's what annoys me the most. That's why, like, I've had a few people reach out to me, be like, oh, would you do this? Would you do that? And I'm like, I, I don't. Like, the moment that I left teaching, I was like, any, like, commitments I had with professional development, I was like, I do not want to do. Right. Like, by all means, I feel, like, I'll happily come and do a comedy set. I'll happily come and, like, guest on a podcast where right. I share my experiences. But I'm not going to come and, like, where teachers are forced to be there. And it's like, if you don't show up, then you get this, you get that. Right. I'm not going to do that because, to me, I'm like, that is a waste of both the school's finances and the teacher's time. Professional development in general is... In order to give professional, <laughs> in, in order to give professional development, you should probably be professional and um, be ethical in what you're doing. <laughs> I think that's a large. I mean, it's part of the yeah professional development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely think there is just. I think the best professional development I've ever had is when they literally say professional development is cancelled. Use this time to collab with your a thousand department percent. Yeah. and get ahead of all your stuff. The amount of times that I would never have time to practice or even talk with my team about, you know, the professional development that we just did or even like go through the brand new curriculum that they just threw on our desk. Like that is such a great use of professional professional development time and then to talk with the team there's also like when you get professional development where it's literally they put secondary and elementary together because they're like oh this is applicable for all grades oh and i'm like i am not going to use mind dice with 18 year olds like that may work with your five-year-olds but it ain't going to work in my classroom mate and this is just wasted an hour of my time yeah like i think yeah it goes hand in hand with that where i think the main thing is i i believe it's more beneficial to ask teachers what they actually want support with mm -hmm. and structure professional development with that and not necessarily outsourcing but finding someone in your district within your school that can effectively give the development or training. Yeah, like, that's a great idea is to find people within your district. Let's not be paying these edgy celebrities for... <laughs> exactly. It's like, I think it would be more beneficial and I think so many more teachers would be more willing to do it if oh. they were effectively paid for it because they just get told at the drop of a hat, oh, you're going to be running this workshop, but they don't get paid extra for it. Right. But then someone from outside, oh, yeah, we're going to pay you X amount of thousands of dollars yeah. uh -uh. to come in just to tell us what to do and then just go mm -hmm. home. Like, yeah. Mm -mm. So, yeah, you're... I don't, for me, it's a no. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, professional development in general is usually a no for me and that is yeah. a very big I think the only uh, way that I see it as acceptable is, like, if you've got someone coming in to do, like, a keynote or, like, even, like, if they're coming in to do, like, you know, a pep talk, like, a morale, like, it's them or, like, a kind of, like, TED talk, com comedy set, something like yeah. that, I think you're not telling them how to, you're not telling the teachers how to be a teacher right. when you're no longer a teacher. Right. But it's another thing to be, like, I'm here just to, like, boost morale, then, yeah, but at the same time, there are still teachers that would be, like, 
my morale would be boosted more by being in my classroom getting my stuff done. <laughs> like, which is a fair I, point. To have to force someone for their morale to be boosted is yeah. always a great way to start. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I think it's positivity, like being forced into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before, speaking of being forced into something, I'm going to force myself into my suit jacket because it's time for Hot or Not. So now we're on Hot or Not, the part of the week where when something's hot, I'm going to say that it's good. And when something's not, I'm going to say it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense to me. Thank Remember, you. that's hard. That's not. That's hard. That's not. <laughs> As you can tell, I was clearly a singer in a previous life. Mariah Carey Ho. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the part where I go over one thing that I like in education. These can be abstract things. I'm not going to lie. I just pull these ideas out of the where the sun doesn't shine. Um, and then one thing that's good. So this week in the not section, we have, what do we have? Your drama. Teacher drama. Oh, okay. In the not section this week, we have teacher drama. Not hot? No. Why? You like teacher drama. As long as I'm not involved in it. I'm like, it depends what type of drama it is. Right, this one, I'm <laughs> going to put this as a hot not. You know, like, it can go even... Like, I'm, we're going to have a debate on okay. this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. I like so, it. My version of teacher drama that I think is not hot is when it is literally over the most pointless stuff. When it's like, I remember like something and I'd go to an elementary school and you would have like elementary teachers literally at it over saying like, oh, she said she didn't like my display. I spent so much time on that. How dare she? She was the only teacher that didn't come over to me and say how nice my display was and literally go off. And I'd be like, is this really like necessary right now? Um, I definitely think that's the type of drama that I don't like I also don't necessarily like it when I'm like to me I think there's a difference between venting and laughing about issues okay. and just absolutely trauma dumping this is so bad and bringing someone down with yes. you like I very much am like I like to vent and as I vent I joke I do impressions I laugh right like because my therapy is laughing through it as opposed to if I just take on everyone's like this is the worst right every day so bad that's when I'm like I just can't like okay yeah. all right I be okay interesting what is the drama that you like I, the stuff that I'm not involved with. Like, I love listening to people talk about, did you see the way that she looked at me when I asked that question? Like, I love that stuff. I, I love pick picking apart people's... I do like low key love it though when like a student will tell you something about like a teacher, but obviously you're not going to uh, spread it or anything. Uh, and then they'll tell you and you're like, okay, let me see. And then the next thing you know, like they'll say, like, oh, the teacher did this. And you're like, you're lying. There ain't no way. So you like obviously put it down. And then like you go to like lunch and someone's like, yeah, did you hear something so good pulled into the office? And you're like, oh my gosh, the stars are aligning. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So can that can maybe be the hot? Is that. The hot this week? I think when, right, uh, let's just put it here. When it's juicy, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> when it's brittle and dry and bleak and depressing, it's not. Yeah. So yeah, it's I would say that attitude. one. Yeah, that one is a it's a hot and not. Hit okay. and miss. So wait, so what what is hot this week then? This bleeds into my hot. Teacher besties, oh, does it? but especially unexpected teacher besties. <gasps> 
Oh, I love this. I think there is nothing better than when you like start teaching. Like, and you know, you come out of college where you're used to being with people your same age, and then you go into a school and you have such a variety. Like, I remember when I started, I think there was only like a handful of teachers that were under the age of 30. Oh, yeah, and I, re- yeah. And I yeah. remember being like, oh my gosh, I'm like 25 and like I'm at lunch and people are talking about their kids and all of this. And I'm just like, I don't have kids. Like, I can't even look after myself. And I'm like looking after kids in my classroom. This is very worrying. Um, yeah. And I just remember like walking in and being like, I don't see myself ever having like any teacher friends because yeah. like everyone's an adult and I'm not. <laughs> so I think um, for me, one of my favorite things is I always say like my teacher bestie, Sharon or Shazza, she is literally... I feel like the stars have like come aligned and she has her full name is like Sharon Leslie my mum's name is Leslie her um and her sister's name is Sharon so Sharon Leslie is both my mum and my aunt and Sharon has the exact same birthday as my (gasps) mum I'm like if that does not tell you that like there was something in this universe saying that we should be best friends (gasps) that is the (laughs) most That's yeah, the most I beautiful love, story. I love it. I like ring her up. Even now, no, I'm no longer teaching. I'll ring her up. She'll tell me about the kids that I used to have. And she'll be like, this one. I'll be like, oh, don't even get me started on that one. I remember two years ago when they did this. And I just think it's so nice. Like, I think you can really find some like really great, like best friends at in a school. And like, I think especially the unexpected ones are the best ones. I agree. Find those people in your school that are like totally not what you think would be your best friends. But because I, I, I do, I had I had a wonderful, wonderful teacher that took me under her wing. Aww. And she was not what I expected as my teacher bestie, but she would let me come into her classroom and cry. <laughs> <laughs> or laugh. Yeah. <laughs> or laugh. Just cry but every just day. Just cry every single day. Or just like, compl- I don't know, like I there's something about... I remember at the, the end of the sweet. day, because bless her, Sharon, Sharon is like the tired person. She'll be at school till seven o'clock at night. And I'm like, Sharon, come on, you need to get, get oh, out of no, here right Sharon. now. Like, because she would just be like, I'm not leaving till I get everything done. And I'm no. like, then why are you taking home all of this work as well? Like you are. Yeah. But I love Sharon, but she's a talker. And like, I talk, like, I reciprocate the energy I get. So I yes. would go to her classroom at the end of the day. And then I would be in there for an hour, just literally talking mad oh. crap for no reason. And then my wife would like ring me and be like, um, where are you? And she'd be like, you, you it's were- midnight. Did, did Sharon get young? <laughs> she doesn't matter of fact. We love Sharon. We love Sharon. All right. Okay. Now it's time for US versus UK. The subject for the U.S. versus the U.K. And I think we have a chance this week. I think the U.S. has a chance this week. <laughs> it's very oh, okay. I'm just gonna dress di- code and uniforms. I'm going to disclaimer this by is saying this-, this is one of the most controversial topics I have seen. Like when I do my British versus American videos, these are the ones that like millions of people like view. Really? Like it is like I don't know why, but it is such like a controversial topic. Like okay, are we talking about are we talking about students or are we talking about teachers? Students. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So explain for the viewers, what is the American dress code like? I don't know that there is one. (laughs) 
I I feel like it's <laughs> it's it's a self expression. I feel like every school is different. Where you obviously have to, you know, don't come to school in a bikini or you know or naked. <laughs> I, but I feel like it's it's yeah. I I can summarize it up in one word, and oh it's no. a very controversial oh no. word. It's sexist. That is literally oh, all it a is. Thousand percent. That, like the is. only yeah, dress no, codes right, that right. apply are to females. Yeah. Of being like, oh, no spaghetti straps, no mitt. Like, all of it is literally targeted towards the female students. Oh, no, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that, like, annoys me the most with it. it it's like, okay. But, like, I think because there aren't any, like, really strict guidelines apart from the ones targeted at females, mm -hmm. it's like, it's that act of rebellion you get as a teenager. Where, like, these girls are going to be like, I want to wear this. Like, what? I'm not allowed to wear this, but this guy's allowed to wear whatever he wants. Right. And then it's, like, it's this repression of being like, oh, be free. We want to, we want you to express yourself, all of this. But then in the same breath, they're saying, oh, but your shoulders are so distracting. Like, who cares? Like, right. I just think there's too much, like, emphasis on that. And that's what I don't like about it. Yeah. I mean, like, as as a girl who grew up in <laughs> in the American school system, um, I actually went to a private school. And I was written up multiple times for my dress code because, you know, I I have a curvier body and I was not stick thin like some of my other classmates. So I would get called in for being too distracting because clothes didn't fit me the way that they fit the skinny girls in class. Well, and I remember as a male teacher... I would feel so uncomfortable having to say to oh like my gosh. a female student, like, oh, I'm really sorry. But like, I'd be like, that's not my place. Right. I don't feel comfortable. So then it's like, I would then have to go to like a female teacher and be like, I'm really sorry. Like, can you, can you have this conversation? Cause I don't want her to feel like I'm not looking at it. I don't want her. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's like, because that's the policy or you'd get like admin be like, you need to tell them about that. And I'd be like, can you just tell them? Because now I'm in a really awkward position where I have to have an uncomfortable conversation and I don't even feel comfortable doing this. Like, right. Whereas like, I think in England, it's very much, there is like such a rigid dress code. But then I think that bleeds into professional dress in England compared to America is a completely different scope. Yeah. I'm like, even now, I've lived here for like over four years and the way I dress is so casual now compared to where I go home to the point where all my British friends are like, oh, you've really let your fashion go. Like, you used to be like sharp and <laughs> you just <gasps> went wet. And I'm like, okay, thank you. But then I look back at pictures and I'm like, I remember teaching in a suit with a tie and when I'd go out, I'd be like, right, I want to wear like a button down. I want like... I want to look completely put together and professional. Like, even our clubs, you can't get really? into a club wearing sneakers. <gasps> like, they're literally like, you're not... Some clubs, you're not even allowed to wear jeans. Like, sometimes you can get away with it, but they're like, you need to wear proper shoes. You cannot you wear trainers. You need to go home and polish your shoes yeah. before you come down to our club. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, yeah, before you get on, like, the two-pound, like, vodka revs, whatever it is, <laughs> you need to make sure that you're wearing some appropriate shoes. Like, <gasps> it would... Yeah. Wow. And they would like flag you up. Like you could get away with like, if you had like black sneakers. They would you'd... dress code you? Yeah, in a club. <laughs> like, so I think that's why the schools like do it because it's so like in British society that yeah. you have to look professional. And I remember once I was teaching and I forgot my tie and like my um, assistant principal came up to me like this was in England and was like, that is just not good. That is such a bad impression. Like you need to get that Can fixed immediately. Can you imagine a principal saying that in America to a teacher? <laughs> <laughs> Going up to a teacher that's wearing a t-shirt that says hoagies for life being like, love your shirt, brah. <laughs> 
I do think though, I think, because I remember in England when we would have like these uniform, we would do uniform checks where if say admin did a walk around and they came in and they saw a student out of dress code and they did not have a slip that said why they were missing like their sneakers and like their yeah, shoes, yeah. their tie, anything, you would literally get in trouble for it because they'd be like, you're not setting expectations in your classroom and you would have to line all your students up before bringing them in and check their uniform, <laughs> which was just so time consuming. So it's like, I think that's too extreme. But on the other hand, you didn't have the issue of in some American classrooms. Like I remember my first year, kids just coming in with blankets. And I'd be like, we're here to learn. Like what you're like snuggled in in this massive blanket. I'm like freezing my tits off out there. <laughs> and you're there like, oh yeah, so snuggly. Like trying to like sleep on my desk. And I'm like, mate, what is this? Wow. Okay. So English or um, UK students, did they all wear the same thing? Exact like, was the same uniform. Okay. And the, uh, like a lot of people say that the reason for it as well is because where is the same uniform? It's pretty much like it. you can't really look, like, look at someone and be right. like, oh my gosh, you're wearing branded clothing versus you're not. But it's like on the flip side, it's like some of these uniforms are so overtly priced and expensive where mm -hmm. they'll be like, you can get this specific school uniform from this store and the store charges an absolute fortune for it. <gasps> And, like, oh, you have to have, like, the so school they're... crest and logo on everything. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I think there are times where I'm, like, I think it's too rigid. But I do think that it's less distracting having, like, a set uniform. But it's also, like, so much more work and so time-consuming that just takes away from the education. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So did, so did the U.S. win this one? Come on. I think the U.S. is nicer. Come on. I think there are definitely still flaws in the Come system. <laughs> we don't, we don't get, we don't get uh, okay, dress coded at the club. Come on. And just, just a side note as well. <laughs> when they do, this is what I find insane. And I've done this in videos and people find this hilarious. In England, they'll do non-uniform days where you'll have to bring in a pound and pay <laughs> to wear non-uniform. And literally, like, they'll be like, oh, it's for charity. It's for this, for that. And it literally... Is it like, like jeans day for... <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, they'll be like, okay, we're doing a non-uniform day, pay a pound. And they will still dress code you on non-uniform days. <gasps> Where they'll be like, we're doing it on uniform day, but no, no trickier. Like, no, no hoodies allowed because there's a whole like subculture of like teenagers in England that like wear their hoods up and they'll be like, oh no, they're wearing hoodies. And there's like negative associations with it. So they like schools oh. will be really anti hoodies in school because they're like, oh, if you go around in public wearing a hoodie, okay, and that like you work in this, like, it's, no. it's ridiculous. US. I don't understand how it makes sense. US wins. I think, yeah, the US. <laughs> Yay, America! <laughs> it is now time for Grinder Gears, where we get 30 seconds to complain and rant or say nice things about the things that really <laughs> make us angry. Um, do you, do you want to start? No, no, I'm not following you. Okay. That's not happening. <laughs> that was a dumb question. Sorry. You be my support opener. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little appetizer for you. Okay. <clears throat> okay, Jess, your topic is people who stand up the moment a flight lands. How do you feel? <laughs> 
when people stand up, when the plane lands, don't. We're all waiting there to get off that horrible tube in the sky. Just sit down and wait for a couple more minutes. We've all been sitting there for a while. Just sit down and wait. And then you've got the people with their crooked necks. And you're like, should I step out of the aisle? Like, you look uncomfortable. Should I help you? No, it's not my responsibility. Sit your butt back down in your seat and wait for the captain to say, stand up. That's that's where I'm at. I had this one woman stand up one time. <laughs> Are you going to dance my rant over? <laughs> no, but this woman stood up. She had a child in hand. The child's legs were kicking me in my seat as she was stood in the aisle. I was like, I will knock your child out. I will try me. <laughs> she didn't say anything? She didn't say anything. Like, I turned around. Like, I made a big gesture. Like, that's what we do. As Brits, we don't, we don't necessarily call it out, but we'll make sure that it's very animated that we are annoyed. So I, like, I turned around and I was like... <laughs> Nothing did not respond to me. I was like, I will, I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight your child. I might not be able to fight, but I will tell you that I can and then I won't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Vinny, I'm very excited about this one for you. Everyone turn your volumes down probably a little bit. I feel like you're going to get really passionate about this one. Your topic is people who comment negatively on a positive video. I'm just like, what is the point? When I am posting a video, doing an unboxing, and I am literally uploading a video where I am getting a Disney item that I'm very happy about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got the one that I want. And then people are like, oh, was that funny? Oh, so funny. Oh, why are you so passionate about this? Maybe because I like my life and I enjoy what I do. Maybe you should try it once instead of coming onto a stranger's video and commenting negative things. You're the one that needs to look at yourself because I'm so positive that I would never imagine being so low that I would be like, oh, I need to come and knock this person down a peg or two. I feel like my hair should be blown backwards. <laughs> I would. I'm like, how are you going to? <laughs> it's gonna go for it. How? I I could not imagine seeing someone be happy and be like, how dare they? How dare you wake up and see the sun today and smile? How dare you be breathing and enjoying that process? That happens all the times, though, in schools. Oh I will, yeah, like all the time. <laughs> if if you see a teacher having a good day. Oh, what? What's up? What happened to you today? Right, when a teacher comes <laughs> in and is like, you know, you've just literally had the class from hell and they're like, oh, I've just had such, I've just had such a chill day today. Like, oh, my kids are just, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> I can't wait till they tell you to F off tomorrow, Susan. <laughs> Screw you. As the husband that's cheating on you. It's just the digital <laughs> version of that, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Now is the time where we highlight people in education who do not get the recognition that they deserve a whole lot. And this week we are going to highlight and applaud teachers who have second jobs. Oh my goodness. I, for the first five years, no, actually all my years of teaching. So my nine years of teaching, I always had like a second, third sometimes fourth job. I waitressed. I did TPT. I babysat. Like I did all of the things to try and make ends meet. And it is not easy at all to go from your job that exhausts you and then go into 
another mode to make. <laughs> and I think what makes it even worse is it's like, it's such like a societal issue that teachers are paid so little that they have to get second, third yeah. jobs. Yeah. But then it's also like, as a society, they also shame teachers for that. Where it's like, oh, what, you're not responding to emails. Oh, what, you can't make this training because you have another job to go to. But it's like, well, if you want this to be a full-time job, you should be paying it like it's a full-time job. Absolutely. And I think it definitely, the amount of stress that goes into it, like I remember just before I shifted over to content creation, when I was teaching and doing content creation at the same time, like, I, like there is no point in that day where I get to just be myself and not think about work either here or there. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's such a shame that that's, what we need to do as a society yeah is like oh if you teach you're like that's fine but unless you have like a partner that can support you nine times out of ten you're gonna have to get a second job and yeah i just feel like anyone that's going through that i just really want to highlight you are doing amazing there mm-hmm. is no way you can balance everything that you need to balance and if no one's told you lately you're absolutely a rock star as the americans say or i'll just say you're banging basically banging. 10 out of 10 stunning, stunning. <laughs> Yes, that's the highest form of compliment for Vinny if he says stunning. Oh, I love it when signs stunning. (laughs) (laughs) So, teachers who work second jobs, stunning. This has been uh, a hot best teaching express episode. One more for you. Um, And we will see you next week. Please make sure that you're following all of our social channels. YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all of the ways in which you this podcast reaches your ears. Please share with other people who are hot messes or not. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for the Hot Mess Teacher Express. Mm-hmm.